0: Hey guys, welcome back to the Miss Penna Podcast. I'm so excited to have you guys here today. Today's episode is going to be a little bit different. I've got my partner, Alex, here today. We've been together for nine years, and we've lived together for over four. We have two businesses together. We invest in real estate together. So it's going to be an exciting episode where we talk about how we manage finances together. And I posted on my Instagram channel, at Miss earlier this week, asking people to put in some questions for us about how we manage finances and just our lives in general. we got quite a few questions to get through today. So today's episode is a Q&A on how we manage finances together. Right on. Okay, so let's get into it. We can start with the first question which is on how we manage expenses together.
1: Well, for I guess for our expenses together, we have a joint account. I think that's what we use, right? For our bills and stuff, we have a joint account for all the expenses that we incur together, comes out of there, keeps things organized. Mm -hmm. And if you want, you can even get a credit card that you share and pay off from that account.
0: So we signed up for the joint account when we first moved in together, like when we had expenses, mortgage and things like that. And all of our bills will come out of that account as well. But we didn't open that account until we lived together. That's a pretty big thing. When you first
1: start a relationship, you don't have a joint account. Maybe you can keep like a ledger of what the costs of everybody's incurring, but we weren't really that prudent with it we kind of like like we had had a
0: a lot of excel spreadsheets before then with the joint account it's a little bit easier because we both contribute a certain amount and you can see exactly what the transactions are and i think the key thing is that that account isn't used for personal spending it's only used for joint necessities so like groceries bills things like that will come out of that account date (laughs) night we don't actually use that account for but I think part of the reason maybe is maybe we should we should, yeah. Part of the reason is it doesn't it's not like it's a checking account, but it doesn't have its own debit card for it. So we don't probably take we money. probably could
1: get one. But we, yeah, we you're right, you're right. Maybe it keeps our spending habits more under control that we don't can't can't access it through a debit card. Yeah,
0: probably a good <laughs> idea. Um but the big thing is like that one account we opened up after we moved in together when we started to incur major expenses. Before that we just tracked everything on Excel. And we both still have our own separate accounts. So the next question is on how we manage personal and fun budgets. And we'll talk about both of those. I guess the fun budget wouldn't be anything different from that joint account. Everything gets pulled out of there. But personal spending is key because we both have our own separate ways of doing things. We have very different spending habits, I would say.
1: Yeah, pretty in line, I'd say, for the most part maybe a little bit different i'm not buying shoes but it's pretty much
0: it yeah that's a big one i like shoes and that was actually a big thing that we'd gone through when we first moved in together because the way that i was spending was very different from alex and i had accumulated quite a bit of credit card debt initially part of it was we just moved in together we had a lot of you know shared expenses and separate expenses like we were starting from ground zero we had never moved out before so we had to buy everything from like forks to furniture and furniture can be very expensive so I'd, I'd fallen into a little bit of a hole. And I remember that was the first time that you had a conversation with me. We're very open and we're like, I can lend you the money so this doesn't become a big problem. But it was very comforting for me to know that like, even though it was my problem, it was my debt, Um, that you through it together.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, when you, when you first start making money, uh, it's really easy to start spending everything you earn. It's exciting, obviously. I mean, I went through that too. Everybody went through that. But at a certain point, you realize you have to be a little more mature and responsible with your financial decisions. So if you do have some credit card debt, um, you know it's like the bane of all debts. And I was really keen on making sure that we can you know, wipe that wipe that slate clean and uh to date, i think i don't think you have any credit card debt you're pretty good on that friends <laughs> no, Things have changed quite we know a bit. not to spend money that we don't have right
0: yeah yeah exactly and the big thing is like we live below our means that's something that's shifted in terms of our mindset i think we could definitely do some work on that it's yeah. easy lifestyle creep definitely picks up and as you start to earn more you want to spend more but i think as a rule of thumb we definitely try to invest that's actually The next question is how we handle investing. So we can can get into that.
1: I think for the most part, we have like separate investment accounts. Obviously, like if you're full-time employed in Canada, you probably have your own RRSP. And then any other contributions that you make on top of that, in your personal TFSAs, RRSPs.
0: So in Canada and the US, we do things a little bit differently. We have different names for different types of accounts. So an RRSP is the same as a 401k. And a TFSA is the same as a Roth IRA. So both Alex and I have our own separate investing accounts. Part of the reason is that started them separately. And even though we've got a high level of risk, I would say Alex definitely can take on riskier positions than me. Um, I like to invest for the long term and hold a lot of my stocks. Whereas Alex, your philosophy can be a little bit different sometimes. And there's things that you invest in that I didn't invest in
1: sure i mean like when you're young you have a little more risk tolerance obviously you have you
0: have a longer time horizon
1: you have a longer time horizon i mean everybody's got to make some silly investments to learn yeah at a certain point i'd say my risk tolerance was very high so i was willing to invest in pretty much anything some of those paid off and you know others were a learning experience alex is
0: definitely a bit more of a crypto ape than me
1: (laughs) right yeah (laughs) crypto aping is a costly endeavor but it's also where the future is headed so you know leave no stone unturned try everything and um, at the end of the day you can always buy you know the s&p 500
0: everybody's investing preferences are going to be different so i think the reason why we have separate accounts is because if i want to make an investment that's something that that i'm doing separately and sure we talk about it like we talk about our decisions together and you know we'll bounce ideas off of each other but ultimately having your own accounts is important because with the rsp which is your retirement account which is the same as your 401k if you are employed by a company your company will contribute to that so you don't necessarily have two incomes flowing into that one account so it just helps keep things, keeps things separate
1: I mean, yeah, it's prudent to have control over your own investment accounts. Like if your significant other for some reason wants to take control of your accounts, maybe see that as some sort of red flag. Yeah,
0: definitely a big red flag. If your partner wants to control your finances, That that is something to be mindful of and aware of because that can funnel into other aspects. Yeah,
1: there's I mean, there's a difference between giving advice and maybe like aligning each other's goals versus just like taking your partner's money and investing it for them we each have a pretty good level of investment education we can make our own investments there's no reason you know maybe at some point we'll have some joint investments too and well, we have a ton of joint investments you're right we actually
0: together and we invest in real estate together yeah so you're, we right. Definitely you're right do have joint investments no together. security
1: no like in stocks but yeah you're right we no, do just have. we have plenty of, we have plenty of joint investments you're right
0: yeah. So that being said, there's a few questions on when we first moved in together. Let's mm-hmm. talk about that time and then we can kind of progress because our relationship has progressed quite a bit. But if we're looking at when we first moved in together, someone asked how we knew it was the right time.
1: Okay, oh, it's less of a financial question, more of like a relationship question with the move in with your significant other uh one thing you guess you have to navigate is the financial question so you gotta decide who's gonna pay the bills who like what your arrangement is there and it's different for all people you know maybe there's a vastly different like uh, income difference and one person can contribute less maybe it's about the same and they contribute equally
0: that was a good point in there if one person makes substantially more my philosophy is that they should be contributing more to shared expenses and it can be a weighted average based on salary. Like if one person is all over six figures and one person is, you know, let's say making like 50K, then the amount that they both contribute to shared expenses like a mortgage, I don't think it should be equal because one person is going to be stretched quite a bit. And for one person, it's not going to be as significant.
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, it's also a personal opinion. You can't really dictate yeah, how can't dictate how people are going to be comfortable splitting costs in a relationship.
0: Yeah. We, we split things 50-50.
1: Yeah, it's probably the most most common arrangement, right?
0: Yeah, it's just easier um, in terms of who pays the bills. Anything that's like uh, a utility bill or a hydro bill, Alex will usually take care of.
1: Any bills, any financials, any mortgages. I'm your guy.
0: Yeah, Alex is definitely more of a quant. Like, he loves Excel. He loves to crunch numbers. <laughs> Naturally, I think it's something that Alex gravitates towards. And I have more of a creative mindset. I like to work with people. I like to come up with new ideas. So I think just how how things naturally progress. You know, everyone has their own skills. So within a lot of the things that we do together, I will focus on certain things and Alex will focus on other things. Yeah,
1: for sure. Because when you're living together, it's not just split financial responsibilities, but it's also split like physical responsibilities, right? You know, share a place together, you share a home, you have to delineate a ton of different responsibilities to make your household cohesive, right? Mm, That's why
0: Alex takes out the garbage on Wednesdays. (laughs) And I do more
1: of... lounging. She does more lounging.
0: No, I do a lot more like (laughs) interior decorating. Again, I have more of a creative mindset. So when it came to a lot of our renos, which we'll talk about when we get into like how we split up real estate finances, um, that was definitely more of my skill set and why I take on things like that. Yeah. We have a few questions specifically on like when we moved in together, we, we talked about how we knew. I think part of it was like we at that point went on exchange together like alex and i went through university together uh we started dating just about when like first year started and have been together for quite some time so we we were together for almost four years before we had moved in and we spent six months traveling abroad in in europe and that was a big telling sign for us that you know this is the person that i I do want to try living with and see where this goes and see what the future of this relationship has So for us personally, part of it was timing. It felt right. Yeah. With that being said, there was quite a few questions regarding that. When you move in with a partner, what kind of questions do you want to ask them that are financially related or money related that will give you a sense of where their head's at? What are what are some questions that we talked about before we moved in or even as we were just starting to live live together?
1: Well, I guess for a lot of people this might be the first time they even talk about any financial questions with their partners mm-hmm. If you're signing a lease together, for example Yeah, you you're gonna get your credit checked You're gonna they're gonna like do some due diligence on you So you should probably communicate to your partner if you have really bad credit You might not even be able to move in together for example uh, and then aside from that, what other big financial questions should you have for your partner before moving in with them? Um, I guess just maybe about their relationship with the money, like um their saving habits, if they're in debt significantly. So definitely just try to have a complete picture before making that big kind of like monumental step in your relationship. Yeah, a lot yeah. a
0: lot of good points in there, Al, like understanding if the person has debt beforehand is a big one. Like what people don't realize too when they get prenups is a prenup can help protect you from someone else's debt so I think with debt big question to ask and again come from a loving point of view never you never want to be aggressive about it you just want to be open and understand and you know you want to help guide the person at the end of the day when you are in a relationship a big thing that Alex always says to me is it's me and you against the problem it's never me and you against each other which is I think a big thing that keeps us on track to know that, you know, whatever it is that we're going through, we're going to get through it together.
1: Yep, absolutely.
0: So debt is a big one. You want to understand what their spending habits are. You'll kind of get a sense of that, like, as you live together for sure, because if you're getting packages sent to the door constantly (laughs) from Amazon or Sephora, you know that, you know, their spending habits are going to be different from yours. Another thing when it comes to questions that you want to ask your partner is seeing what their five to 10 year plan looks like and where they see themselves. And initially, when you're in the early stages of relationship, you will have that plan for yourself. And then as you grow together, you start to build that person into your life plan. So big exercise that we did when we first started living together is we had had like a blank spreadsheet and we tried to visualize what our ideal life would look like. And that was the first time that we started to piece each other into this 5-10 year plan. And we looked at where we wanted to live, like what location, what we wanted our house to look like, what kind of lifestyle we wanted to live. If we had kids at that point, like we talked about all of these things and we had this kind of blueprint. It's, it's actually a document that we call the blueprint. And we looked at what this lifestyle looked like and what the cost was, what those mortgage payments looked like, what those car payments looked like, what that lifestyle was. And then we worked backwards to see what kind of income we both needed to have in order to get there.
1: Yeah, when you like tangibly have a goal in mind, then you can break down how to get there. Without having a concrete goal in mind, you can just end up drifting in life and not working towards anything in particular.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah, having a common goal is so, so, so important. And I think that's what helps people stay on track. And as a couple, you recognize that you are working towards this goal together. So another Mm -hmm. question that I would definitely ask someone if we're like early on in a relationship is understanding what their values are and what their relationship with money is like in general so if someone you know may not have had the best relationship with money they might not be as financially literate if you have something that you want to achieve and you want to build this person into your blueprint you want to help them rewire their thinking a little bit so having a common goal is critical
1: also this isn't like first date conversations no it's probably like a bit of a taboo topic and really shouldn't be the focus of your finding a partner. It's just kind of like a long-term play when you're living together where you
0: should hone in on this. Definitely. When we moved in together, we just knew that the time was right. And as we started to live together, we started to both become very focused on what Alex calls IGA, income generating activities. And we tried probably every side hustle in the book at, at some point. So I think it's really important to have a supportive partner that will help you through different endeavors and will kind of like hold your hand a little bit so i started my first amazon business because alex was very involved in the space and he was kind of pushing me to go out there and learn you know i saw the success that alex was generating with it and i wanted to try it as well and when i had tried and launched my first business it was a complete failure i'd lost you know a pretty big sum of money at the time but i charged it to my experience it was part of the learning process and i'm, I'm thankful that alex was able to guide me through that.
1: Absolutely, something every entrepreneur goes through, you know, losing money isn't pretty, but if you charge it to your experience, then you can come out on top. It takes failures to learn the proper lessons, then turn them into successes. And your first product may have been a failure. My first five products were failures. Every other thing you try might not come to fruition, but as long as you leave no stone unturned, you'll eventually stumble upon some success. And uh, I keep building on it. And, you know, after a couple of failed Amazon brands and products, we have some that work now. So
0: a lot of failures though along the way. We have some questions actually on how we manage business and our partnership together. So we'll get into that. The first one is how we separate tasks. So a big one is like when we, when I first started that brand and it failed after that, we built a business, our first business together. And this was maybe four years into our relationship. So it wasn't like, we were jumping into a business together and, you know, we just started dating. It was years of knowing each other, a couple years of living together at that point. We, we brought in a third party. So it wasn't just us two. We have another partner that's involved, very actively involved. And what really helped us is the ability to separate and delineate tasks. So Alex, maybe you want to get into like how we separate and how we do things differently.
1: I mean, everybody has their own strengths in a business. You know, Nicole has like the creative side and she's good at managing people she understands like the organic side of the business very well and me and my other partner and although we've done a couple different things like we kind of focus on the back-end operation stuff all the back-end fulfillment the supplier relationships etc everybody has their own uh, focuses in the business everybody just needs to have the same level of uh, obsession in the success of the business for it to be you know for it to move forward
0: that's a big one when you're starting a business with someone You always want to be driven by this goal that you're working towards and everyone has to be aligned and working towards this thing. And that's when like conflicts in business can arise. It's when people just aren't driven by the same mission. So with us, we have this idea, this strategy that we are executing on. We know what we want to do. We're all equally aligned. And that's a big thing because we know what we're working towards at the end of the day.
1: Yeah, yeah, for sure. 100% I mean we all we're all aligned we know we don't we want some sort of financial freedom we want this to be a success and um
0: that's what it you know that's what it takes also we don't step on each other's toes so when it comes to like Alex or our other partner meeting with different people they have full reign and I know and I put my full trust in knowing that they're going to be able to handle those meetings or those conversations eloquently and present ourselves Uh, as professionally as possible so big thing in business is knowing that you put your full trust in your partner and that happens like with our partnership too
1: yeah you need to be able to fully trust your partner because if you don't then in a business setting they may as well be an employee right if you're just you know using someone to do some tasks for you no it has to be like a burning obsession for the success of the business from numerous people that are involved with it, all taking different angles and having different strengths and helping each other. And that's inevitably how a successful partnership works.
0: There was another question on our business and how we communicate through conflict.
1: Yeah, conflict is definitely tough. I find it's probably easiest when you leave the ego out the door, whether it's us two or our partner, we realize we need to realize that we have the same goal in mind and maybe somebody made a mistake or maybe somebody uh, isn't pulling their weight as much. It's about understanding that all of your partner's goals are the same as yours and not focusing on uh, the emotional aspect of it, but you know, just kind of like how to take actionable steps to, to fix any kind of issues that that arise but ego is a big one ego is a big one you know people tend to conflate criticism in maybe the way that they're doing some work with like a personal affront and it really isn't the case Um, so sometimes you just have to bluntly tell people that hey this isn't like personal affront it's just like you need to do xyz for this process to work better for example
0: and we've had some conversations that were definitely a little bit tough especially like sometimes things come up that aren't working in the business and you have to pivot and even though you were driving a strategy and it's not working your partner might come in and be like hey why don't you approach it like this or we should be doing this and there's never any animosity there's never any you know why aren't you doing this properly being direct and understanding what needs to be done and guiding the other person and just helping them do what needs to be done it's that's literally what it comes down to and when we have tough conversations sometimes i even preface and i I tell you alex i'm taking my my partner hat off and i'm your business partner in the setting and i will deliver feedback in in a direct way that i think will help us evolve and grow and you know we
1: don't quite communicate so corporately no
0: but you know we do like when we have things that we prep for and things that we could be doing better we're very clear on it's true at the
1: end end. of the day the outcome of our business success has some bearing on the outcome of our personal life right because it kind of like involves us both and it kind of involves our future so
0: people that are afraid to go in business with their partner are missing out on a fantastic opportunity to work with you know potentially your best friend or somebody that understands and sees you fully and recognizes the best parts of you
1: people search their whole lives for the perfect uh, business partner but sometimes the perfect business partner is
0: right in front of you I i was kind of scared initially when we were starting um starting up our business but as we got into it that fear instantly went away because I realized like I'm putting my trust in you. And if I trust you in our personal life, I can trust you in a business setting as well. And I know that you're going to put our best interests forward. So mm-hmm. definitely nothing to be afraid of. And I think anybody that is a little bit more cautious about it, like this is just a sign. That if you don't trust your partner in business, then you're not going to trust them in your relationship. So definitely a point of concern. It's tough when it's very early on because you don't know the person fully, you're still discovering and learning things about them. So definitely don't recommend it with, you know, if it's your first year in, but as you grow, you can grow together in all aspects. So that's business. I love being in business with you. I love doing life with you, Alex. And next question is on how we manage our real estate finances together. Alex and I have just, done a massive project recently where we went through five months of renovation so it was a lot of work and a lot of number crunching a lot of being very very detail oriented so alex why don't we talk about that a little bit and like how we manage that together
1: sure no absolutely i mean um we managed it together by kind of both diving into the deep end the stuff that i knew how to do i picked up and just did and then you know um you picked up in the gaps of like where we needed, we needed assistance. You were kind of ad hoc helping everywhere, which was great.
0: Yeah, I learned a bunch of new skills through it. You yeah. Know, there
1: was Having done property management in the past, I had like a pretty good, I had a pretty good understanding of like the, how to get trades, how, where to get materials, stuff like that. Uh, and since I work in real estate finance, I could arrange, you know, the, the financing and all that stuff for us. And then it was a matter of getting things done, coming here weekly, making sure the finishes are nice and planning the layouts and everything like that. And we kind of took turns taking responsibilities for those things. And now that we finished the project and turned this home into three units, now we manage it. And there's ongoing costs related to it and there's bills and there's all these things, but we have like a pretty good plan on what we we manage. I just uh, do everything. <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm joking.
0: But it's just you can't make decisions quickly when you're working on a massive project like that. You need to be able to have your partner make executive decisions. So a big thing also comes back down to trust, understanding different people's skill sets. Like I was on more of the design, the creative side of the the project, trying to figure out logistics of like how do we build a kitchen like this and, you know, what are the core pieces and doing more of the project management of like this is the scope of the project this is what we need to do what do we need to do today to move the needle so a lot yeah, of that yeah. was
1: we had like a general contractor thankfully that really helped us it's really not like we were us. doing all the work uh, and we would come and see him weekly he'd give us a to-do list and we would execute it It was very helpful he's involved obviously with just the construction portion and the lease up and the operations is on us yeah a general contractor is a huge plus for any massive renovations They got their minds in all sorts of places. They're thinking about a million different things to make sure that the renovation is successful and, um, doing it yourself is frankly a lot cheaper, but a lot more challenging too.
0: Mm -hmm. So it all comes down to putting your trust in the partner, letting them take on certain, certain pieces and understanding that people have different strengths and weaknesses. So I hope that I helped you guys get some clarity on how we manage finances and how we do things and how we do things isn't necessarily what's going to work for you but it's what works for us so i'm happy that we were able to share what helped us get here and we are nowhere near the end of our journey we're just starting we're still figuring it out we're still figuring it out but you know this is what's been working for us so hopefully you guys found some wisdom in this and if there's anything else that you want to know any other questions you have throw us a comment or send me a dm and we can do a part two
1: Thanks, guys.